Did you know that Target is a gay store now? We've been saving starving kids for fucking 50 goddamn years, and for some reason they still exist, you know? But Sally Struthers keeps getting fatter and fatter. How's that work out? And I'm not racist, I just can't tell people apart sometimes. Does that make me a bad fucking person? Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to the next episode of Joe Kelly's Psychedelic Experience. What's going on with you, my friend? Your old pal Joe here. What are we doing? Checking in with you on motherfucking Monday. How's it going? How's it hanging? Listen, my friend, I hope you're doing well. I hope you're doing better than you ever thought you possibly could be doing. And if you're not, listen up, motherfucker. Hey, that's A-OK. But do yourself a favor. Get shit together, goddammit. Get your shit together, okay? You might as well be doing good. May's already winded down. We're reaching the middle point of 2023. Who saw that coming? I thought we'd all be dead by now, but here we are, still alive, still kicking. No nuclear war. Uh, no more trains blowing up in cities, derailing, polluting. What happened with that situation? Nobody knows. But that didn't, you know, didn't affect us. So why not make the best out of life while we can by getting our fucking shit together. Hey, happy fucking Memorial Day to you. God love you. God bless you. It's a great day for remembering people in general. A lot of people think it's just for the troops, but you can remember whoever you want today, all right? Maybe you don't know anybody who was a troop. Or maybe if you do know some troops, you don't think fondly of them. There's no reason not to celebrate today. Just because you had a bad experience, you got roughed up by uh, some fella in the Navy because uh, he wanted to chat with your lady and you said, back off my girl, and he fucked you up in front of her. But she's a good lady, so she stuck with you, at least as far as you know. Wink, wink, that sailor leaves town. He comes and docks his ship sometimes when you're at work, I'm sure. All because you got your ass whooped in a bar. But the point is, I'm sure there's other people that you can think of fondly today. So remember them. What is Memorial Day for? That's what I was fucking looking up as we were starting the podcast. For honoring and mourning the U.S. military personnel who died while serving in the United States Armed Forces. So it's not, I thought it was for all of them. I thought it was for all of them who have ever served and died and all that stuff. But I guess it's only, only if you have been killed while serving. So you have to either be killed by the enemy or friendly fire to be remembered today. Who knew that? I thought it was just for all the troops ever. I thought it was for everyone there's ever been. I'm going to continue to think of it that way. I'm not going to let you fucking narrow my remembrance of the troops down just because you, you don't think that because they didn't die when you fucking decided they should, you know? Well, if they came back and died because all the shit they went through, they're all fucked up, you know? How come we can't remember those troops? How come you can only remember the ones who died while serving? I like to think of all the troops today, good and bad. Life's hard. You got to get through it. Thank God there are some people who are uh, crazy enough, got a few screws loose that they want to go to war. I certainly don't want to do it. I wouldn't be the type of fellow to have out on a battlefield, I don't think. So I just wouldn't see the point of it all. Although, I imagine if I was getting shot at, my attitude would change quite a bit. But overall, I just don't see the point of it. 
just trying to uh, defend people's territory that I don't have anything invested in anyway. Uh, real quick, guys, got some shows coming up. Happy Memorial Day, everybody. Happy goddamn Memorial Day. Got some shows I'll be in. Columbus, Georgia, this Thursday with my buddy Monty Mitchell. I'll also be with Monty in Fort Walton, Florida, this Saturday at the block. You got some other stuff coming up, some weird things. I'm going to be judging an air guitar competition in Nashville at the Vinyl Lounge on June 16th. So if you want to come air guitar or if you want to come see me judge, come on through there. There'll be a band and stuff. Real different from the usual comedy thing I do, you know? I'm branching out, people. I'm going to go watch other people make fools of themselves for a change. And then I'm going to critique them. It'll be a big shift. <laughs> be like a goddamn audience member. I'll also be doing some jokes, some comedy in Nashville at Up Down. Uh, that's a bar. It's a video game bar, I believe. On Wednesday, the 21st of June. July, ain't got a goddamn thing lined up. And then boy, oh boy, August. We got Denver on August 6th. Louisville, the 10th through the 12th. Cleveland, the 19th and 20th. The Improv in Pittsburgh on August 24th. I'll also be at Laughs Boston or Laugh Boston, excuse me, the 25th, the 26th. And then doing some goddamn Center for the Arts place. All that shit's with Aaron. So I'm doing a bunch of stuff with my good buddy Aaron Weber all throughout August. Got a whole bunch of stuff. And then more shit in September as well as October, November, and December. Lots of shit coming up with Aaron. So unless I strike gold and get famous on my own, I'll be on the road with Aaron Weber till the end of the year. So go check out joekellycomedy.com for all the upcoming days, shows, all that good shit. What's been going on with you, my friend? How was your week? How was your Memorial Day? How was your extended weekend? Did you get Monday off? Did you get to relax? Maybe have some barbecue, get drunk with some friends or some family, or maybe you're sober and you don't have any friends or family, in which case maybe you just did something you enjoy, or maybe you just treat every day as the same and, uh, you know, you don't find much joy in anything. And that's okay too. That's okay too. But treat yourself a little bit. You know what I mean? Make some, uh, make a couple extra chicken tenders while you're sitting there with nobody to love you. You might as well love yourself if nobody else will, huh? You're worth it. You're deserving. You have to start with you. Listen, here's some, what's going on with the news this week, people? What's been going on with the news? Target getting some backlash. Did you know that Target is a gay store now? They uh, they have uh, uh, started towing the gay agenda, I guess. That's the big hot uh, bucket fucking thing. Uh, here's the thing. I've, I always thought Target was like the gayest of the department stores. Every gay, gay person I've ever met loves Target, so I just always assumed Target was gay. And now people have found out about it and they're upset. But it's like Target has always been like the gayest department store. You know, what's a gayer department store than Target? Let's think of some, shall we? What's another department store? Walmart. Walmart is definitely not the gay place, you know, not the gay department store. Gays can go there, of course. Gays can go anywhere they want to nowadays. But I'm just saying, when you go to Walmart, you're not like, oh, this is for gay people and women, you know, which was one and the same gay guys and ladies. That's what Target's for. Walmart's not, Walmart's for, you know, there's a hunting and a fishing section at Walmart. And you can buy a fucking hunting rifle. 
You can buy a gun at Walmart, you know? Not not a gay department store. That's what I'm getting at. Kmart doesn't exist anymore. But when they did, did you ever walk into Kmart and go, this seems like a gay place? Absolutely not. You never did. Kohl's, Kohl's sometimes might be pushing it a little bit. But not, I don't think so. I don't think it's gay because it's all discounted stuff. Gay people pay top dollar for things. That's part of Target being more expensive, you know. That's another gay thing about Target. They've always been the more expensive uh, department store. And so gay people love, they got extra money to spend because they don't have kids. So Target has always been targeting, if you will, the gay people and the single women with cats and, you know, the gay-friendly families. What other department stores are there, people? We got Kmart, we got Walmart, we got Kohl's. What else is there? Is J.C. Penny count? J.C. Penny definitely not gay. Pretty sure I bought FUBU jerseys at J.C. Penny back in the day. Yeah, I wore some FUBU jerseys in eighth grade. So what? I wore South Pole baseball jerseys as well. Listen, I'm trash, people. If you don't, if you haven't picked up on that from, you know, that's your own fault. I'm doing a good job of fooling everybody. If you look at me and you go, that guy never wore FUBU in his life. I certainly did. I certainly wore FUBU jerseys and I'm pretty sure ah, it wasn't Jay. I'm pretty sure they got, those were at Value City. Value City also not, not around anymore, but another department store that was not gay. So just people finding out and getting upset. They're like, oh, Target's gay. It's like, yeah, they've been gay. Where the fuck have you been? You've been at Walmart. You've been at Walmart because it's not gay. And now that Target is openly gay, you don't like it. Leave Target alone. Let them be gay. I think the the big hubbub with the whole Target thing, I think they're selling, uh, I think they've been selling women's swimsuits that you could tuck your wiener in. <laughs> for the trans people you know which is just a funny uh, that's just funny i think those should be more places it'd be it's much more i think i'd get much more laughs wandering around department stores if there was more underwear where you could tuck your head a pouch you could tuck your dick in so you could hide it at the beach What's wrong with that? That's funny. What I think what people seem to get upset about was one particular shirt that uh, it says Satan respects pronouns. So, you know, they're just trying to make the, uh, they're trying to get the Christians mad. It's like a goat head, like a Baphomet head. It looks like it has a, rather, it has like a, I guess a, what is that? <laughs> a symbol on his forehead. I guess that's that's the transgender symbol. It's like the, you know, male, female, but and then the middle thing. So it's okay. Okay, this shirt's a little bit creepy, but it's just, you know, it's just to make the Christians mad. It's like when you know, fucking, they used to carry, you know, stores would carry Marilyn Manson shirts and people would go, oh, they, you know, fucking... You're going to have to go to Hot Topic to get it now because they took them out of Kmart. So it was like the devil's at Kmart now. But, you know, Satan respects pronouns and he loves who you are. Satan accepts people of all several and no genders. They're trying to go, they're trying to co-opt Satan. That's what they're trying to do with this shirt. They're trying to, I like, I like that they're really leaning into the transgender link to Satanism thing. 
It's a Christian's worst nightmare, you know? You got a, a, a penis and boobs and you'd like the devil? God damn. Which is what Baphomet was. I believe it was a mixture of a man and a woman. Interesting. Interesting all. And uh, yeah, Satan loves everybody because he wants you to work for him. That's the whole point in Satan. I'm not a religious fella. You know what I mean? I don't know too much about the devil and all that stuff and how it works. But I imagine Satan does accept all people because he'd like you to do his bidding for him. If I was the devil, that how that's how I'd operate. I wouldn't say no to anybody. Anybody who is willing to listen to me, if I was the devil, if I wanted to cause chaos and wreak havoc upon the world and destroy God, I wouldn't turn anybody down. Whoever you are, I'd absolutely accept everybody. You can't, you know, if you're building an army of evil, the more the better. Because the good army is going to be smaller, but they'll be mightier. They're more powerful. So you need a bunch of fucking lemmings to be Satanists. If I were the devil, that's how I would feel about the whole thing. But the point is, is the news, people are upset that Target is gay. But we here on Joe Kelly's Psychedelic Experience, we've all known that Target has been gay for a very long time. It's always the gayest department store there's ever been. But now people were upset. They had you fooled because they had that dog, that dog mascot, because they were like, this is a dog and it's a boy. And now it's like, yeah, was that dog a boy? Nobody knows. Was it the devil? That could have been the devil. Who the fuck knows, people? Wasn't times easier when Target was just having that dog? His name had to have been Spot, right? Because he had a little circle around his eye. The good old days, you know, I'm understanding the good old days more and more. Times were just easier in the 90s, you know, when everybody was just mad at their parents and hating their lives and, you know, wearing ripped jeans for no reason. You know what I mean? Pocket, uh, not pocket chain, wallet chain, shit like that. Times were easier. They had fucking dogs. They had dogs for Taco Bell. They had dogs for goddamn Target. They had dogs for everything. I don't know when the Target dog came out. I could just be talking shit. But I just, you know, things were just uh, much, much easier before the the transgender Satanists took over fucking Target. <laughs> and then Target lost a, lost a bunch of money because people, people weren't buying into the shit, you know. What an interesting time to be alive. And I don't know. It's like the Bud Light thing. They came out like, hey, we're doing transgender stuff. And then they lost a bunch of money. And then Target did it. Target did the same thing. And they supposedly lost money too. It's like, what the hell is even going on? What the hell is going on? Do we all, what if we just start, went back to wearing uniforms? Wouldn't that just be easier? Wouldn't there be a lot less confusion and fucking riots at Target or whatever the fuck it is? Because they go, oh, we got a, a fucking shirt that says Satan respects pronouns. I have a shirt that says hail, by the way. So I understand the devil shirts. But my shirt is from a, a store in Nashville. It has everything to do with the devil, but I still like it. I'm not afraid of symbols, people. I don't think you should be either. Symbols are not that scary. Symbols are going to, uh, all they, it's just, you attach whatever meaning it is you want to a particular symbol. So if you see a goat head that kind of looks evil or whatever, sure, it can mean the devil, but it can also mean a lot of other things depending on how you're looking at it, you know? 
fucking that all seeing eye on the goat head, it might, uh, I don't know, it might, uh, might mean some kind of balance, some yin and yang to you. I think that was the idea behind the Baphomet statue originally to have it be like part goat, part human, part man, part woman was uh, just a real creepy way of embodying the yin and yang, you know, the balance in life, because it's taking two opposites and combining them into the one, which is the yin and yang. But I think that's, uh, I believe that's Chinese, right? That's the Chinese symbol for balance. That one's just easier to look at because it's just two colors and dots. It's not some fucking goat thing that you got to, you know, figure out why one hand's up and why one hand's down and all this weird shit. But symbols are a waste of time, people. It's a complete waste of time because it's, it's, they change meaning. Most of these symbols are ancient and have been around forever. And, you know, people just get spooked by them for one way or another. That's what it is. But don't fucking invest your, all your goddamn energy into what into letting symbols rule your life, people. Good Lord. Good Lord. Don't let a fucking goat head scare you to death. Grow up. Nut up. Face the fucking evil that you think is out in the world. Do battle for once for the sake of good if it's that big of a fucking deal. And if it ain't that big of a deal, then fucking let somebody wear a fucking stupid-ass goat shirt that says the devil likes pronouns or whatever the fuck it says. Who cares? Who the fuck cares? You can walk by it, but everyone, you know, everybody uses their kids. Everyone loves to use their children. We got to protect the children. We got to do it. We got It's all because I don't want my kids seeing this shit. Well, why are, you, why are you using bad language anyway in front of your children, you know? I don't want my kid to see this shit. It's like, well, your mouth ain't much better there, bucko. Not that either one is good, but, you know, we love to use children's children's <laughs> children to just try and uh, prove our point or whatever it is, you know, to uh, to pass our agenda. That's the whole thing with environmentalists, too, is it's like, oh, we got to make sure that we got to look out for the children. We got to leave a better place for the children. They really don't give a shit about them. You're just using them. You're just using them for political and financial gain and most of all control. You know, that's all it is. People go, uh, it's because my kids that you're not allowed to do this or it's because of my kids that you have to do this. That's all people do. People really don't give a shit about kids. I don't think so. Uh, you know, we certainly don't make life easy on them. Uh, we put screens in front of them as soon as we possibly can because they're too much of a fucking burden. You know, they're too distracting. I got other shit going. I'm trying to look at TikTok. I can't be fucking looking at TikTok while my kid's trying to show me something that I don't care about. So here's a screen that'll fucking turn you into mush. And then when you're dumb as shit, I'll be mad at you. And, but the whole time, I won't be letting them wear devil shirts in front of you. I know that. No devil shirts in this house, but we'll fucking get on the screen and scroll and have subliminal messages put into your little mush head that make you hate yourself forever. And you'll never know exactly why, you know, that's much better than the fucking devil shirts at Target. Grow the fuck up, people. Grow the fuck up and quit using children for fucking political and financial gain. It's disgusting. It's disgusting how we use the children in the world. And nobody really gives a shit about them, you know? We've been saving starving kids for fucking 50 goddamn years. And for some reason, they still exist, you know? But Sally Struthers keeps getting fatter and fatter. 
How's that work out? The lady who's feeding the kids, she's taking a little bit off the bottom for herself. That's what she's doing, you know. She's getting the she's getting all the cake with uh, the icing on it. They just get the cake part, which ain't bad if you're starving to death, you know. What better for you if you're starving to death than a nice piece of cake that's been licked by a fat white lady standing by a train? Tell me. You tell me, people. What more nourishing thing on this planet is there than a piece of cake that ain't got no frosting because it was ate by some fat white lady who's been using you for years to buy mansions in the Hollywood Hills. You know, it's all tax write-offs, so you don't have to pay taxes on the money you make. You know it's all a scam, people. We don't give a shit about these kids in the world and quit uh, pretending that you do so you can fucking make people not wear shirts. (laughs) You know what I mean? You guys get it. Y'all are very smart here on the podcast, but... You know, that's the thing. That's Target. That was in the news this past week. I've been trying to find some more topical stuff to do. We did fucking, uh, what did we do last week? American Idol. American Idol. Fat guy won. Big old fat guy. Hawaiian guy, I believe. Might have been Filipino. I don't know. Listen, I'm not racist. I just can't tell people apart sometimes. Does that make me a bad fucking person? Does it? Because sometimes you look at someone and go, they might be one of two things. Maybe even more. Does that make me a bad fucking person? No. If a big fat guy won, if people were like, oh, I was rigged, it was like, yeah, maybe it was. Nobody trusts anything anymore. And they still shit all over conspiracy theorists. That's what's hilarious about everybody. Nobody, they can't trust the, the fucking presidential elections. We don't even trust the American Idol fucking election, which you shouldn't. It's all on TV. Anything that is on TV should not be trusted. It's all there for show. They're never showing you raw information in real time on television. And if there is real information coming in, there's always someone yapping over it to give you a narrative of the information that you are seeing because you couldn't possibly process it yourself. You know what I mean? So don't trust anything that's on the TV ever, 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 ever. It's all a show. It's all a sham, no matter what the fuck it is. Okay? That's from me to you. But Target was the big thing. What else? I don't know if there's anything else in the news this week. Ron DeSantis, the big dog from Florida, is going to try and take down the Trump dog this year. Can't wait to see two arrogant white guys button heads. It's going to be so much fun, you know? It's going to be a good, it's going to be a good time. I can't wait for that. That'll be great. Other than that, I don't know what's going on in the news. Hey, let's take a quick break, check in with our sponsors, and we'll get right back to the podcast, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Hope you enjoyed that brief, brief break. Here's something I was thinking about this past week, ladies and gentlemen, is uh, our lives are filled with, uh, with so much distraction. We love distraction. We pay good, hard-earned money to distract ourselves from really, I don't know, experiencing what life is. You know what I mean? Because I think maybe it's just for me here. I'll speak from personal experience here. And I know some other people too. But there seems to be, we're constantly trying to fill this void, this unknown void of, I don't know, unhappiness may be a word for it, just some empty feeling inside that we don't know quite what it is. So, you know, we'll fucking watch stupid shit on our phones or stupid shit on TV or 
you know, we'll go waste away a fucking Saturday night in a bar just getting hammered, spending time around people you don't really, truly, necessarily care to be around, but being around them is better than being alone because when you're alone and you're not sitting there looking at the phone, you have this feeling inside you that you go, what is this fucking thing? What is this thing? Because it doesn't seem fun. You know what I mean? And I think that's just a feeling. Everybody has that feeling. It's not something to run away from. You know what I mean? It's something to embrace. So there's something to be said about, I don't know, facing life head on, maybe, and not spending so much time distracting ourselves from even the bad feelings. Nobody wants to feel bad. Some people do. Masochists certainly do. Sometimes the only way people can feel good is if they feel bad. That's a very interesting type of person, you know, someone who, uh, ah, man, is into that disrespectful love making. you know what I mean? They want to be treated real bad because it makes them, it's the only thing that makes them feel good is being completely defouled. Is that a word? I feel like I've heard that word before, and that seems a good way. What is it? What's a good word for when you you call somebody bad names and piss on their face? And <laughs> 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 hey, what's that say about you too? You know what I mean? But those type of people exist. They need some kind. Of, they need pain to feel pleasure, and I think we all do to a degree. It's the yin and yang. It's the balance of life, you know. But Ah, just, I don't know. It's very scary to, to recognize those feelings, that emptiness. And uh, maybe it's always going to be there, people. Is anybody truly fulfilled every single moment, every waking moment of their life? Anybody who is, I don't, anybody who's telling you that they are should not be trusted. I don't think any way. Those types of people, I think, are they have some really dark demons that they're hiding. You know what I mean? The people who never have a bad day or a bad time, or who won't even won't even mention that they they ever feel bad. I don't trust those motherfuckers. You know, I don't think you should either. <laughs> but life's no fun. It's scary. It's not supposed to be fun anyway. It just is. It's this weird journey of you know, achievement and success. And somehow there's still an emptiness to it, you know? And I think we're more um, aware of the emptiness of the darkness because we don't have a lot to, we don't have enough real shit to distract ourselves with. That's why we, you know, we constantly distract ourselves with bullshit and nonsense that turns us into idiots, you know? That's what we do, watch a bunch of mush TV and listen to people fucking lie all the time because we've lost the distractions of, like, survival and actually living life, you know? Missing a meal from time to time because you fucking couldn't hunt anything down today and nobody else around did, so you got to miss a couple of meals, you know? Fucking wandering around because your, your shelter got destroyed by some water or some winds. We don't have those types of distractions anymore. 
all we have are fucking this this empty feeling and going people are probably talking shit about me and probably hate me and it's I fucking I don't like me either so I get why they hate me and blah 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 all that fucking self-loathing garbage of that that loneliness void that we feel you know I think that has a lot to do with why we have that feeling so much right now because we're looking for meaning in life and living is a big part of a big part of life is like living, you know, but we don't, we don't really have to do that. Most of us are on autopilot because you don't have to think about it. You got food in the fridge or something in the cupboard. It's gas in the tank. The job's going to be there, you know, and then when, you know, the paycheck comes, you go to the grocery store, you get your food. It's all the same shit. It's just routine. We really are fucking just autopiloting through life and then going, why am I sad all the time? And it's like, cause you don't, there's no real struggle. Everyone struggles some mental fucking disease. Now it's all in your fucking head. Cause there's no real physical struggle unless you have some, some, you know, disease where you're immune system weak or your immune system's weak or your body you have muscular dystrophy or something like that where you got no muscles you can't stand up whatever the fuck then life might be a little bit more challenging but for the most part it's not we're all fat and happy that's the biggest problem we have is that we're too fat we have too much food and that makes us sad it's like good lord (laughs) you know what the fuck? What the fuck? We got nothing to complain about. Life is the easiest it's ever been. And maybe that's why it's so sad. Maybe that's why it's sad and empty. Because it's too goddamn easy and it's no fun. You know? There's no real... The real struggle is just just waking up every day. You know what I mean? That's the real struggle, dude. It's just getting up in the morning. And I get it, people. And I get it. But that's not a real fucking struggle. What's going on in your head, you know? Go live in the woods for a couple months and see if those thoughts of self-hatred and self-pity don't start to dissipate a little bit because you got to figure out, I got to figure out how to fish and build a fire all of a sudden, you know what I mean? Fill your mind with shit to do rather than just sitting around thinking about how the world's against you and, you know, Tammy, she got a new car. I don't know why she she's a bitch. I hate Tammy. Whoever the fuck you hate in life, Tammy could be anybody. You know what I mean? But she's a bitch and you have every right to hate her. But if you were struggling a little bit in life, you probably hadn't wouldn't have time to fucking worry about what the fuck Tammy was doing anyway. You feel what I'm saying, people? Get out there and fucking uh, struggle a little bit. Get out of your own head. That's all it is. Everyone's just mentally ill because everyone's fat and happy and life's easy. Life's hard. Is it? Is it? We got it fucking made. That's how hard it is. It's so so easy. That's why it makes it so hard nowadays. Because it sucks and it's no fun because you just spin your wheels the whole time for a goddamn paycheck and you're going to get nothing in the end. That's the realization that maybe where some of the emptiness comes from too. Is all this glory and all this shit that you achieve in life and all the things you buy, all the things that distract you from the sadness that you feel one day won't even fucking exist because you won't either. And you don't get to take stuff with you. So, you know, all that hard work we do, we just spend hours and hours and years and months and 
just spinning wheels for a paycheck so we can keep the lights on so we keep our bellies full and maybe we can go to tahini from time to time or something like that you know but none of that you don't take tahini with you you fucking you can't watch you get shitty cell service six feet under so you know it's all gonna be it all goes back it all stays here it goes back in the box when the game is over so you're spending your time on meaningless toys that uh that you can't keep anyway so maybe that's why we're sad. Anyway, people, just something I was thinking about because I was on my phone going, oh, I'm fucking, I hate myself for doing this. I just get real frustrated with myself when I start, I catch myself doing that shit, you know? Just be like some, just find myself scrolling, looking at nothing, going, what the fuck? Life's too good. And it leaves you feeling so empty. It leaves you feeling so empty because like, that's not good enough. That's not good enough. That's not, oh, that's kind of good. Nah, it's not good enough. Oh, I'll watch this one. Okay. I'll watch this one four or five times. That's how good this one is, you know? And then you fucking keep scrolling again and it makes you go, I want to put a fucking, you know, I want to kill myself. <laughs> I think I might have to censor that for you too. That's a joke, people. Sometimes you feel that way though. Sometimes you feel that way because you're scrolling on your phone, you know? I never feel that way when I'm when I'm doing stuff. So I put the phone down, started cleaning the house, and then it was like, okay, that feeling is completely gone, and now the house is clean. And then I'll go to the fucking Y and go for a swim, and, you know, I'm too worried about drowning to fucking worry about other shit in life, you know? So anyway, any fucking way. Oh, good Lord, what else we got? Oh, we could do a couple more things. Here's something else I was thinking about, too, because everybody, listen, Everybody wants you to wake up. Everybody wants you to wake up to the world and wake up to the lies and wake up to the sham that is the life that we live, is the Western world. It's all distraction and meaningless fairy tales that you get put in your fucking head that everybody, you know, everybody is, uh, we're good people and we've always done the right things and history is not this skewed fucking version that you're taught and, uh, the public school system that we have wasn't created by fucking businessmen in the early 1900s to basically pump out factory workers, you know, don't think that's, that's what you gotta, that's what people are trying to get you to wake up from, right? All those tales. But here's the thing about waking up people and take it from me, take it from me. Once you wake up, you can't fucking go back to bed. And sometimes I just want to go back to bed. You know what I mean? I just, I'll tell you what it was. I'll tell you, and I think I've talked about this on the podcast before, where my distrust in everything began is like 2008 election, right? It's the first one I can vote in. I'm a young 18-year-old man. What was I in 2008? I was 21, people. I turned 21 in October. I was drunk when I voted. The first time I could ever vote, I got fucking hammered and voted. You bet your goddamn ass I did. And uh, I voted. I was high on the Obama thing, you know, because I was anti-racist back then. Not that I'm pro now, but. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying? <laughs> I was like, I'm going to vote for a black guy cuz I'm 21 and like I like black people especially black presidents that's what I was I was the, a majority of the fucking people they go it's a fucking black guy 
they put him on Jones soda fucking bottle. So I'm going to vote for him. It's basically what I did, you know? And uh, I'll never forget, it's election night. Obama is announced the winner. My friend calls me at the time, a lady I had been seeing. And uh, I think I was at Target. I was at, no, I was at Meyer. I would never do go to gay stores back then, dude. I was just, 2008 was like, I'll vote for a black president, but I still ain't going into Target, you know? That started. That didn't start happening until I moved to Atlanta, and I was like, "Well, everybody's going into Target down here. I might as well fucking take a peek," you know. <laughs> I'm admire getting a CD, and she calls me, and she's like, "I feel like we need to celebrate," and I'm like, "I don't like. I understand he won, but like, what are we? What celebrating? What? What happened? Nothing changed, right? Like the job don't even start for another two months. So what the fuck are we celebrating?" What do we do? It just put a weird feeling of like, okay, people feel like something, they go, we won, but it's like, but everything is still exactly the same as it was three minutes ago. So what is it that we're celebrating? You know, that was the seed that got this, this whole me waking up to like the system. We're just distrust. And here's the thing. I could be completely wrong about everything too, people. That's the thing is that's the part of me where it's like, just go back to bed. You could be wrong. You know, the fucking system, the election system might not be rigged. They might not be inner uh, dimensional demons set from, you know, Nibiru to come here and fuck up the planet. They maybe they're not, maybe they're just regular jack off people doing regular jack off jobs. And the reason they fuck up all the time is because they're just regular fucking jack off fucks getting elected by regular jack off fucking fucks. But they seem up to no good. At the very least, they seem up to no good. But that was the seed where it's like something seems wrong about you, about the feeling that you're having. What are, I didn't understand what we were celebrating. Nothing had changed. Everything was still going to be the same for at least two more months. And then it turned out to be the exact same for the next eight years anyway, you know? And then I moved to Washington, D.C. And then it was like, in the, you know, I'm in the heart of, you know, politics and lawyers and shit like that. And it's like, and then I start reading, doing my, doing my own research, people. And it's like, oh, everything is bullshit. Everything is bullshit. And I wish I still didn't have to think that way sometimes. Sometimes I wish I could just accept things at face value, but I fucking can't. So when people are trying to tell you to wake up, it's double-edged fucking sore, dude. Just stay in bed sometimes if you want to. If you fucking want to. It just seems easier to go. Everything is good. Everything's how it's supposed to be. People are looking out for me. People are trying to take care of me. Everyone's doing the best they can. No one's lying. No one's, uh, you know, trying to use the blood of fucking human beings to build empires that will sustain the test of time. You know, the banking system's not rigged. You know, there's not, uh, you know, there's no elites. There's not like small groups of people pulling the strings and nations and shit like that. Ah, but once you start thinking that you can't undo it, you know, that's, you can't be like a born again, a born again believer in the system. Like you could start off believing in Christ and then go turn your back on Christ and then find him again later and be like, yeah, 
which I don't completely understand either. <laughs> you know, you're like, oh, I was right the whole time. You know, everyone goes through a phase, but it's not like you can, once you go, everything's fucked. It's not like you can go, you know, and it's not fucked. Everything's the way it's supposed to be. But anyway, just another thing I was fucking thinking about this past week, people. Fucking wake up, go to bed, do whatever you want. But understand, once you start down this path of mistrust and distrust and everything, you just can't stop. There's no turning back. Because once you see the lie in one place, you start to see them everywhere. And it is all hypocrisy. And we're all just monkeys just trying to make it through life. That's all we're trying to do, you know? And it's not like anybody, it's not like any fucking entities have ever done studies on the human neurosystem and human behavior and shit like that. No one's ever done that. So they don't, people have no idea what makes human tick humans tick. You know what I mean? They don't know how to influence people knowingly or unknowingly that doesn't exist. There's no such thing as propaganda only in the bad places. There are propaganda. We're all smart and critical thinkers here in the Western world. I do know that. I know that from the bottom of my heart, goddammit. Hey, let's get you the animal video clip of the week and get you on your fucking way, people. Hey, did I mention happy fucking Memorial Day to you? All right. This video clip coming from the great website, worldstarhiphop.com. Uh, this one involves a lady, a little puppy dog, and a deer, and a little baby deer. So you can probably already guess where this is going, right? Lady goes out into her backyard. She's got a little dog with her. Uh, also in her backyard is a mama deer and a baby deer. And the dog gets like maybe, I don't know, eight, ten feet away from the deer. Lady pulls out her phone. She's really excited. She goes, look at this. Look at this. Everybody's back here. Everybody's back in my front yard. She thinks it's fucking Snow White or some shit like that. You know what I mean? She's like, look at this. All these animals in my backyard. I must be a princess today. I must be a princess having so many animals in my backyard just getting along, you know? And her little dog, like most little dogs, most little dogs are idiots and think they're tougher than they are, you know? And it's because of us. We raised them that way because you can't fucking swat. You can. You can smack a fucking little dog. You know what I mean? To give it a sense of reality. But they're so small, those little six-pound dogs, that nobody ever does anything to them because you might fucking kill it. But why do you want an oversized rat to begin with? I don't understand. But it's like a child that never gets disciplined. that acts like an asshole the whole fucking, its whole life, you know? It starts acting tough. It goes to high school one day. It wants to act tough to some fucking, you know, some fucking collegiate wrestler. And he fucking clocks him, breaks his shoulder. And now you go to the school going, that mean guy beat up my baby and broke his shoulder. It's like, well, because you never fucking taught him to shut his fucking yap. That's all you got to do. Teach him to shut their fucking yap. That's what you do with the little dogs. Anyway, this dog is like, I'm going to go be friends with this baby deer. And the lady's real excited about it, you know? But here's the thing is, I don't think that mama deer knew what the fuck a dog was. Because as soon as it got close enough to get to the little fucking deer, that big mama deer fucking starts stomping the shit out of that dog, you know? Fucking great video. And then, of course, the lady's freaking out, going, whoa, whoa, 
oh, oh, get back here. Get back here. So you dumb fuck. Don't you know anything about anything? It's you're not. Mother animals are very protective of their uh, of their children. All right. Especially like a deer in nature. When a deer sees a dog, it's either a wolf or a coyote. I think a couple coy- I don't think a singular coyote can take down a full-grown deer, but maybe. I know a couple can. A wolf certainly can. So, if you have a dog and there are deer nearby, unless that deer has been acclimated to dogs in some way, when a deer sees a dog, it it's going, this is a predator. This is usually an animal that would kill me. So regardless of it being six pounds, it's like, oh, it's coming to kill my baby. So I'm going to stomp the shit out of it. But people just are just, you know, people just live behind their phones and they have no sense of reality or life. And they don't understand anything about nature. It's not even that you have to have experience being around deer. It's just mothers protect their children. That's pretty common knowledge in the animal kingdom but you let your dog get stomped out lady it's a funny video and then the deer runs away and then the baby deer starts to run away but she can't keep up with her mom uh so then she starts playing dead in the yard it's a very cute video after that but the dog getting stomped out listen i like dogs i think you guys know that the last thing i want in life is a dog to get hurt but if it's in order to prove a lesson, a greater lesson to a person, sometimes you got to be the sacrificial lamb. You know what I mean? Or the sacrificial chihuahua, I should say. Thanks for checking out the podcast this week, everybody. Hope we had a little bit of fun. I don't know what I was talking about most of the time, but hopefully you did. And hopefully you had a great Memorial Day. Hey, this Thursday, June 1st, I'll be at the Loft in Columbus, Georgia with my buddy Monty Mitchell. We'll also be at the Block in Fort Walton, Florida this Saturday, June 2nd. Got some shows coming up in Nashville on the 21st of June. I'll also be hosting that uh, or judging that air, air guitar competition the 16th, July, nothing, and then August and September all throughout the fucking fall and spring things pick back up joekellycomedy.com will have you all your upcoming dates all right hey thanks for checking out the podcast this week everybody hope we had a little bit of fun do me a favor before you get out of here all right take care of yourself and take care of somebody else if you wouldn't mind and I'll catch you around real soon later <laughs>